Welcome to WP Tonic, episode 53. Today I'm here with Jonathan Denwood from both MailRite and WP Tonic. And we're going to be talking about first the news. Jonathan's going to take the news today. I, I'm kind of busy, didn't get the news down. And we're also going to go into themes. And we're going to be two parts. This will be part one about themes. And what we'll be talking about today on themes is Jonathan will go into the broad-based understanding of themes. I'll go in a little bit about my philosophy and what I've used for a theme in the last couple of years. Go ahead, Jonathan, take it away. Yeah, all right, Bill. It's um, been an interesting month for WordPress news, um, news-wise. Um, I was in two minds to um, go into this story, but... Um, there's been a couple podcasters in the WordPress area that have remarked about this story. Um, so it's the ongoing um, dispute between Matt and Chris Pearson. If you've been involved in the WordPress community for any time, you know Chris. Chris is a, a respected owner of a theme framework called Thesis. Um, this this personal dispute, in a way, has been going on between Matt and Chris for over five years. There was a famous um, interview that was hosted by Andrew Warner five years ago. You can still see it, where Chris and Matt had a, a quite a passionate but also slightly bitter discussion in public about their different views um and recently it flared up again in public basically i think through the wordpress foundation um they bought thesis.com um they bought it um it wasn't owned by chris of and then they repointed it to uh, I think it was the WordPress WordPress.org. And um, Chris' response to this wasn't uh, was un- not unexpected, and it ended up legally. Um, it's been finalised recently, and Matt and the WordPress Foundation won the case. My my view on this is that this is a, a sad state of affairs. For both parties, it's sad to see two people that are so well known in the WordPress community um, having to settle their differences in this way. And um, I wish both that they they at some stage can settle this this and come to some form of settlement. It's just I just found the whole thing a bit sad actually very good very good you know uh, i was just looking that up it says theme sharper and it is a wordpress site that it goes to kind of strange so how how did they get a hold of uh uh, thesis.com i don't really know i don't um i was into yeah i'm just bringing it up because other podcasters have remarked and they made quite strong statements I'm not prepared to make, because I think it's putting gasoline on the fire. But on the other hand, I think not remarking about it at all has been a bit Pollyannish. Right. You know, um, so I think there's a, and I've tried to adopt, I I truly do mean this. I think it's quite, it's... It's pretty bizarre. I mean, thesis, T-H-E-S-I-S dot com. Stick that in there. And it's going to redirect you to themeshaper.com, which is definitely a WordPress, uh, WordPress site, theme shaper, some kind of a 
It's got the little WordPress logo. Mm. Yeah. So um, that's my bit on it. Um, it's a WordPress other- powered blog. By the way, it goes to uh, this is a Theme Shaper, a WordPress powered blog in the home of Automatic Theme Division. Yes. Automatic, yeah, whole- which is definitely Matt. Matt's. Yeah. And we, yeah. we shape beautiful and uh, customized themes that make the world a better place. That is crazy. Uh, like I say, I, I think the whole affair um, is been damaging to WordPress and the WordPress community. Yep. Obviously, um, one party might be responsible a bit more than the other. Um, it's a bit like a divorce. It takes two to have a marriage and it takes two to have a divorce right. normally. By the way, next week, tune in because we'll go back over some of this news. And what we'll do is we'll do uh, episode 54. We're going to do a little experiment. We're going to come up on Google Plus Hangout and do it so we can pull this up. Yes, yes, yes. I think the sound's getting good enough on Google Plus and the world of podcasts. We'll see, Bill. Um, The next story I like to um, go through is um, WordPress 4.2 critical security release. Um, When this policy of automatic updates was declared, and for logical reasons, I can understand why it was pushed um, by the leaders of WordPress.org. Um, it all sounded good, but there was concerns as well. We're dealing with a very diverse um, WordPress community with very diverse themes, plug-in mixtures, um, different hosting providers. And um, a lot of people said that this wasn't such a good understandable but not the greatest idea unfortunately with this release um and the other streamer releases around this um it took down a lot of sites basically it took down in percentage terms it probably not an enormous amount but being that wordpress is so popular and drives so many other sites on the internet, it was a sizable amount of people's sites. And if you're one of those that was brought down and it was critical and you haven't, you didn't listen to um, WP Tonic's last few podcasts about having a backup and having a, having your backups, um, multiple backups, you might've got into a difficult place, Bill. Yep, that's that's true. That's true. And I have something strange right now happening on numerous of my sites, and I was really wondering about it. I need to do more research. This week, I've got a plugin that is showing – all of my plugins are backed up, yet it shows that there's a plugin that needs to be backed up. Have you seen that? I've got a bunch of my sites like that. No, not really, Bill. Okay, we'll talk about that offline. I thought maybe you might have the magic for that. Got no magic for you, Bill. That's almost only, like there's I've a only got. I've only, like Winston Churchill said, I've only got tears, sweat, and what else did he say? Um, <laughs> he said a lot. He's, Winston Churchill said a lot. He did. So um, shall we go on to the main um, theme of this episode, Bill? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Themes. Themes, themes, themes. 
Yes, themes. And um, I'm bringing this up um, because a, a fellow podcaster, uh, Matt from the Matt Report, who was one of our first guests, wrote a fan, um, did his own podcast and wrote a really nice um, uh, post about themes um, and his own theme shop actually makes themes and they make commercial themes and they sell them. And he talks about his experience. And um, I think we can talk about this as well. We can add more to what Matt said and offer some insight and value. Obviously, Matt's theme shop is Slocum Themes of Slocum Studios. They are, Matt, a nice plug for you. Um, but basically, themes and plugins really are at the heart of why WordPress has become so popular on the internet. And they're both great. They're both really key parts of the WordPress um, ecosystem. But um, as if you're new to WordPress... And let's say you, you're the owner or you're being given the task in the organization to get the company's website up or to refresh it. You know, recently Google um, penalized websites that weren't responsive and mobile friendly. And they also the speed factor. They've introduced um, a spectrum of different measurements. And if you don't, meet what google wants your seo and your position on the internet will be damaged so a lot of people recently have been looking at making their site truly responsive modernize it um so they've been looking at wordpress bill um and you know one of you know there's various ways you can deal with this you you can buy um you can get a free theme from wordpress.org but most commercial organizations and i would recommend that they do this would be looking at a commercial theme and or you know there's commercial theme frameworks or they're just commercial free themes and if you're new to the world of wordpress I've got to, and I don't mean this in a disparaging term, Bill, but themes are like the Wild West um, of web design. Um, there's a lot of misinformation, and which causes new people to um, maybe have artificial expectations about what they should expect from a commercial theme, what can be achieved with a commercial theme and what can't be achieved, um, what what's realistic when it comes to support and how do you choose a, a quality theme and what should be the process of choosing that theme? What's your, what's your feelings about all this, Bill? You know, theme is really, really, really important, and I think my story is a good one. Uh, you know, I used to I've been around web pages for twenty years, not necessarily the expert programmer, but I can get around HTML a bit, and I can I used to build a web pages with other tools that you know web web emulators, things of that nature. Got into WordPress about two years ago. Now coming back into this business, 
And the first thing I did, first of all, I got into WordPress because of my podcasting. And I think it's the best platform for podcasting, period, WordPress. And you can do other things too. You can expand your WordPress. So I had to get a theme. But my first theme, I got a free theme. And I started playing with themes, looking at themes. There is so much confusing and confusing. There's a lot of confusion. I'm not really saying this right. You can get very confused over so many choices and so many themes and so many rabbit holes. And if you go down the wrong direction in a theme, it's going to, and it disappears or just gets antiquated or it's not responsive, you're screwed. You've put all this time and effort and you've learned it, especially as a new person. So I got lucky. I started going to the WordPress meetups. You know that. That's where we met, I'm pretty sure. A couple yeah. of years ago, I, I, even before I got, right when I first got out of my uh, military and background a couple of years ago, started coming immediately. Even before I got into Reno, I was always coordinating to go to WordPress meetup. Mike Fitzpatrick, a common friend of ours who organizes with you the WordPress meetup here in Reno, and Tracy, of course, too. But Mike uses uh, Genesis and Dynamic, and I had this free theme, and he looked at it, and he, he's a business guy, very, very successful, and does a lot of work for automobile dealerships and you know remarkets the system. Well, I just started learning Genesis and Dynamic, and I think I got really lucky uh, because of that. And I'm also lucky that I stuck with it. I didn't deviate too much to other themes. I didn't waste a lot of money on themes. I mean, I feel very fortunate. I use Genesis Dynamic, and it's a great combination to get real good. And we'll explain it more in the next show because we're going to, the next show, Jonathan, we'll talk a little bit more. I want to, like I said, I want to, our next show, 54, is going to be a little test. We're going to come up on Google Plus Hangouts. And I'll bring it up on show the back panel. And if you want to, you can, I guess I can bring up a theme for you too. So we're, and we're doing back to back today. Today is Thursday. This is going to go up Sunday. We're going to do two of them because I'm going to go on a road next week. Yes, you're disappearing, Bill. And I'll be doing some uh, Mailrite stuff though too. We'll see if we yes, can't get some yeah. uh, new Mailrite product out. So yeah, anyway, right. that's, that's my thought. I got very lucky. I like Genesis Dynamic. I have the developer licenses for both. I've actually set up five paying customers on those systems and I help WordPress. What I do is I help podcasters get set up so they can expand to do the same thing that I did. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The other thing too, I'll say is don't get more than that you need. Does that make sense? Unless you're a super yeah. duper pro. I'm going to ask you a question. You, yes, you have a bunch of new clients, you know, and they vary from everywhere, from place to place. And some of them know WordPress, some don't know WordPress, and some are really rich and some aren't so rich. Some are institutions. Well, how do you recommend a theme to someone? They come to you and tell you what you want, and then you recommend a theme. So what's that process? Well, it's really, um, that, that's a great question, Bill. And it, it was, I was going to go into that anyway. It, it, the question is slightly different. Um, but the um, fundamentally, it's down to budget, really, because fundamentally, um, I don't do as much development as I used to because I've been involved in mail riot and business development and Jesus sales. But, yeah, which is and I've been heavily involved in business development, all the rest of it. It's been a major investment. It was my choice. I want to interrupt we, you real fast because I've yeah. seen it from the outside. I see a different perspective. I've watched you this last year evolve in SaaS software as a service, service. SaaS. Yeah. And what I've really seen is how well you've got really excellent developers You've, because you can develop, you can find these developers who are really virtual assistants offshore, but they're really good and you're, they're trusted and it's working. And that's, yeah. I think that skill alone makes you super valuable. It's yeah. between you and me. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. Um, 
But when I'm dealing um, as a WordPress consultant with somebody that has actively developed and still does that, still does it, basically it's a price issue. You know, fundamentally, there's some excellent starter themes, um, bare bare bones um, themes, freebies uh, that are for, that are re- well, yeah. There are also some frameworks that are not as um, have as many child themes as Studio Press and Genesis. Um, there's a lot of choice, but there's a lot of st- um, d- what I would call developer starter themes that are based on uh, responsive fr- responsive grids. Um, I'm not going to. We could talk a whole episode, but there's we if they're looking for a full custom design, um, we would start on that and um i probably would base it on genesis um that's interesting that's interesting that you said genesis that's interesting you've come you said genesis go ahead yeah because my developer my my developer team are very experienced with genesis that's good Uh, that's good for me they're, they're probably much more experience than I because I've been trying to learn it and struggle but my struggles are more to do with time restraints but basically so there's a difference there's a difference between price one of the drawbacks when it comes to studio press um, and it's you know there will not be the perfect solution if you're not dealing with a a full custom or semi-custom budget you're dealing with a client that's got a limited budget um obviously studio press have got a wide uh, you know compared to other theme shops they've got a wide array of pre-designed child themes but this is my point of view bill and some would disagree with me but um is that one of the things with Studio Press is that it, they tend to look all the same. They were mostly designed by Brian, who has who was the um, with Brian Clark, the two Brians, um, was the chief started Studio Press and was the chief designer. Um, he's moved on and they got another designer that's been. Uh, I forgot the gentleman's name, unfortunately. He, Isn't Brian Clark one of the big owners though? The founders. It was two. It was two Brians. They're called. I forgot the gentleman's name. Um, Brian Clark was one of the owners, but there was another Brian who was actually the designer and started right. Studio Press. And, and um, does, you can go back and catch Brian in one of our live shows about yeah. forty something. But one of the, one of the slight criticisms um, is that I feel that a lot of their designs, if you got eye for it, you can tell it's a, it's a Genesis Studio Press design. Obviously, you can get around that by fully customizing. You know, um, one of our um, was one of our um, um, on our um, live show. Brian Bourne um, and his wife Jennifer, they, they're fully a Genesis coding house, but they they only do full custom work. You, they do a full custom design that's unique for your website and then they use the studio framework and they custom code it they manipulate it but that that you're talking about ten thousand dollars because they're experienced and you get a, a high quality product that's stable from a good you know excellent coding and you're getting their ex- market experience well there's a lot of clients that can't afford that can't afford anything near it so you're looking at um getting a theme and 
if they don't like what studio press has to offer you're a little bit stuck because they can't afford or or unwilling to pay for a semi custom design so you've got taking a theme and semi custom covers a wide a wide spectrum of what is a semi custom it could be just changing the logo the colors uh, a slight bit of the layout of the home page to virtually being getting to um the other end of the spectrum where um you would have been better off just doing a full custom design and that's where um, where project management and being upfront and um, being strong enough as a consultant to really guide the client comes in, but there are some a lot of circumstances where clients do not have the budget or unwilling to pay the budget. So we're then looking at just a theme and some minor changes. Well. Studio Press might not have a design that appeals to the client. So then you're going to have to look outside the world of Genesis. There are a lot of third-party Genesis theme producers. Um, Also, some of them are excellent. Mm -hmm. So you might be able to find something there um, as well. You could look outside the the world of studio press and it still would be based on genesis right studio press is very reasonable has lots and lots of of uh child themes and you can buy them in a package you can buy the developer package it's pretty impressive uh, i don't again i use dynamic i don't want to really go down those holes the other themes because they still take work yeah it's very it's for it's very different you know you you've um i developed something for you and you looked at it right. and you found it even though it was based on genesis you found it a bit alien didn't you bill because yeah, it's not absolutely because it's not based on dynamic right um um well not so, just alien it's just, i mean all the genesis works similar but you still had to get in there and you had to every theme you have to learn because and it does a lot it's a, a real estate theme it does a lot of stuff yeah um and I understand that, Bill. So, but let's say that even though you looked at some third-party uh, Genesis theme, it's is I'm in a difficult situation because, as as a personal front-end developer, I um, I struggle a little bit about the actual mechanics, not the coding standard, because everybody I respect in the WordPress community. I've always said that the Studio Press and the Genesis coding standards were very high and very stable. And um, people that I totally respect their opinion have said that to me. But as a personal code, I have struggled with the way that you actually develop. But people say that everybody does initially for the first six months. They all struggle. If they're, if they're, coming from a more traditional WordPress background. But let's say you can't find something and you then go into, or for whatever reason, you don't want to use Genesis or StudioPress. You just don't want to go down that road. There's, a, you know, the big 100 gorilla in in this industry is Theme Forest. And there's, there's other 
theme marketplaces as well. Um, their names escape me. But the big gorilla in the theme marketplace is, you know, um, in the commercial um, WordPress theme marketplace is um, Theme Forest. Now, this is where this is where you get into the Wild West, Bill. Um, you got to understand what your de- you know as a newbie, you probably won't be aware of this. And there's also other um, um, theme shops that are that offer uh, you know you buy like um, you pay a one off and you get a whole library of themes. Um, but with Theme Forest, they have thousands and thousands and thousands of themes built. But what you got to understand as a newbie that each theme is developed is a separate developed by separate people. So um, you have theme authors that solely sell through uh, Theme Forest, and by doing that, uh, Theme Forest takes less of a share of the uh, purchase price of that particular theme. If you're a theme developer and you want to sell not only on Theme Forest but also on your own website, you, you, um, Theme Forest takes a higher percentage of the purchase price if it's purchased through Theme Forest. But what you got to understand, Bill, as a newbie, if you're going to Theme Forest, is that every theme. Uh, that you might be looking at will be developed by a different developer and in all fairness to theme forest they have um upped their game by their in they they look at the code base from um new theme developers who who are seeking to sell their themes through theme forest and they produce procedures and documentation and checking very similar to what wordpress.org do um, about checking themes they've got a theme checking um, team and it has got better but you do have to understand that um, all these themes come from different theme developers and they have different ideas different coding standards different ways of coding different experience levels one of the controversial elements of theme forest and it's also um, is that some of the most popular themes in theme forest those that have sold thousands and thousands and thousands of theme themes some of the top producers in theme forests are what some in the wordpress community would say um are very bloated themes they're very generalistic themes that can do a lot of different things but what you find, and they're very, very popular with newbies, but what you find, there are some of these themes that I won't deal with because they are so complicated in the way they've been coded that if you try and do any kind of level of customization, 
apart from the most basic that the actual theme offers, you can rapidly go into a, a rabbit warren, Bill. Yep. Yeah. When you get in your PHP and your code and all that. Hey, Jonathan, we need to get on the next show. Yeah. Uh, we went a little longer than I expected. We're going to be a 30 minute show, which is fine. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to actually re-listening the show and digesting, especially the last 10 minutes. You put a lot of good information out. So without further ado, uh, tune in next week for episode 54, which we're about to do right now. But on 54, we're going to even try something different. It's going to be fun. We're going to go up on Google Plus Hangout. I can't believe I've ever said that. We've been doing a lot of research. I could do some, you know, I'm not going to do it, but I could talk about podcasting, some of the things that are happening that are really neat. Maybe I will. Man, let's, I'll talk about that when we talk about themes. Anything else, Jonathan? Sign off. Aloha out there. Well, I just want to say to people that me and Bill are going to be traveling in September. WP Tonic have um, our sponsoring our um, Los Angeles WordCamp in September. And also we're sponsoring um, Las Vegas WordCamp, yeah. aren't we, Bill? So we hope, we'll see a lot of our friends there. And if you're going uh, at um, Los Angeles, we're, we're, we are going to have a table. We're obviously with WP Tonic. The, the commercial side of WP Tonic is the maintenance and support of WordPress sites. Sounds good. Uh, hey, Jonathan, we'll, we'll talk about the next show. And you need some coffee. Here, have some of my coffee. It's, it's a little okay. oh, I just spilt it. Yeah, just throw it over your <laughs> computer, Bill. I've got some fresh coffee. You're doing the Diet Coke. I'm going to go get a cup of coffee and we'll get ready for the next episode. Let's take 10. Aloha. Aloha out there, WordPress. Having the right website can be a game changer. It is your platform, and with website hosting, marketing, design, all being critical parts of the equation, it can be a daunting task. But there's good news. You don't have to spend months learning WordPress, list building, and SEO for your podcast website. Get up and running fast. We have the solution. Join Podcasters Home today, and for a limited time, we'll set up your website hosting, list builder, and create a custom podcast website. When you have your website and podcast up and running and you're ready to take it to the next level as well as reduce the stress of managing your WordPress sites, let Jonathan and his team do all the hard work. Go to wptonic.com forward slash services to see how Jonathan's programs can save you hours each month and keep your WordPress site optimized and up and running smoothly.